This episode of the podcast is brought to you by West Cork Beer Company. West Cork Beer Company make handmade beard oils and beard bams for strong, healthy, great-looking beards. Their products are made from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty in West Cork. You can check out their YouTube page at West Cork Beer Company for some great beard care tips and advice. And you can find all their products at westcorkbeercompany.ie and you can find them on all socials at West Cork Beard Company. We want to thank Colin and the team for supporting the show. If you do want to support the show, please support our sponsors. Here we go! How glorious it was it to actually sit down as a normal human being and watch a fight event. It was so weird, like 11 o'clock and the fights are done. Like so strange. Being able to watch the press conferences exactly. without always hanging out of your head. Like it was just so good. Cup of tea in hand watching the press conferences go, yeah, I'm time for bed now. I'm going to head up there or whatever, Joe. You know? Yeah. yeah. I could get used to that life, but I don't think I could go to the States and live there for just UFC. Really? Mm, yeah, I'm not. A, no, I don't think I could live in the States. Not mm. right now anyway. Yeah. Too much shit going on. Let's jump straight into the card. Yeah. Um, Kian, I destroyed you on verdict. I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm delighted you finally got your first belt. Well done. <laughs> Seven months. What it was the 600 points you got on verdict? Was it or what was it? Or total? Hey, total was it? Um, I got 2,400 total. <laughs> My worst night. Most of your best nights, buddy. Sure. Look. Uh, prelims did you get did you catch prelims I actually only caught the main event I caught everything yeah Jared did you catch prelims yeah I was watching the prelims as well it was one night I was off I was kid free I just had a great time I should say we're joined by the always fantastic Jerry Collin on the show apologies Jerry <laughs> just jumping straight into it <laughs> it's all good um, Sam Alvey is always someone he's just a brawler isn't he yeah Dayun... fun. Fun. very fun yeah um, Dayun Jung is that, is that how they pronounce their names is that the name Dayun Jung yeah Dayun Jung kind well, of thought it was a boys yeah I thought it was there for Jung to finish do you, do you agree Jerry I thought it was there it was his fight to finish and he kind of yeah. let him keep recovering split decisions always dodgy you know what I mean but I think mm-hmm. it's um, the rematch will be on the cards but yeah I think he should have finished it definitely like Sam's an absolute beast as well but I just think um, you know Dayun Jung should have yeah, he missed an opportunity to get it, not only to, to put it out of judges' hands, but to get a to get that knockout bonus as well. I think he just, he fucked himself completely. Just kept leaving him come back into the fight. I don't know, maybe his cardio was piss poor, I don't know. But it, it just looked like he kept giving opportunities to come back in. And in the end, you have to admire uh, Alvi for the draw, basically, for surviving and getting the draw. Yeah, well, realistically, he's the bigger name, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We all know Sam that bit more, like, but I think if they go back, they go back for that rematch, it'll be a different outcome, you know? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Nobody wants to see another fucking draw. <laughs> no. no. Um, so you have one, another decision and one sub in um, Oliveira last by sub to... Man, you always make me say these fucking names. Rachmanikov, is it? Rachmanov? Rachmanov. Yeah. Yeah. The Kazakhstani boy. Yeah, he he looks Asian though, point. doesn't he? Is that racist that's that I said that? Yeah, because they're very <laughs> close. <though. laughs> when you hear catch weight, though, that's a solid dodgy, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's that's it was, a, it was a last minute one, wasn't it? Yeah. It was organized last minute. Was it someone drop off today? I think so, yeah. Okay. But I, um, I love I love I love Cowboy. I love Brazilian Cowboy. I love I love Cowboy Oliveira. Um not his, not not the other night, but the, the fight before that I thought he looked sensational. And that's that's the problem with Oliveira is he is so inconsistent. He could be a killer in two weight divisions, but he's his his he is so inconsistent with his his own standards. He could be up there with the top boys in each division. Hundred Is that his camp? I don't know. I just think yeah. he's a, he's, a, he's a wild guy. Like the guy was literally um, a bull rider in Brazil. Yeah. So I say he's just he's crazy. Does he take his training seriously? Who knows? I think he's just gifted. He's a gifted athlete. And if he if he really put effort into it, especially at this stage in his career, he's doing it so long, he could be dangerous for everyone in two weight divisions. There is it time for our buddy Struve, Stefan Struve, to hang the gloves up. Yeah. Yeah. Is isn't it first round knockout? Two years ago, or about six knockouts ago, yeah. It's bad, isn't it? No, I'm delighted to see Tuivasa Bam Bam win because I knew if he hadn't, he was going to be cut. That would have been his third loss in a row. Mm. Um, that was Tuivasa drinking the boot drinks with the Nelk boys, is it? Yeah, but yeah. they see they threw him in the boot after he won, but there was no alcohol in the building. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm delighted he's sticking around. He's he's he reminds me of. Um, Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt, yeah. A slightly less concentrated Mark Hunt. Just the way he gets in, swings with the big boys. Like, he had no fear. DC was saying he came to the States for, like, six weeks to train his wrestling. And he could see that his wrestling improved. The way he held Struve, a much bigger guy. I think Struve came in about 30 or 40 pounds heavier. Mm. Um, and the way he held him up against the cage at the end, or for the last, what, two minutes of the round? And then didn't rush to finish. Just got in there, landed some nice shots. He's huge. I, I really, really like him. I think he's just exciting. He's, he's great for the heavyweight division. Yeah. Look, Struve, hang up the old belt if you can, bud. It's hard, though. It's like we've all seen it's hard to, it's, to, to know when to leave. Like, you know? He's not he's everyone... no, yeah, he's no more for his entrance these days, no, you know what I mean? That, that yeah. really cool entrance. But like, a man's a legend. Like, he's still quite young, you know, but I think he's, he's taken too many kind of punches now, you know? Not everyone has a Joe Rogan to sit you down and force you out of the big of the game, like into yeah. stand-up comedy. Do you know? oh, well, to be fair, fucking Stefan Struve is <laughs> three times the fighter Brendan Schaub is. That's true. Let's move on to uh, the main event. Um, the first one that you thought would dominate Keane was uh, Ian Kutlaba, is it? Kutlaba? I didn't think he'd dominate. I, I said his only way of winning that fight was to get a knockout early. Hmm. Um. And he did go for it, in fairness, but he got caught. It was beautiful. Um, it was class. I, I would love to have seen that kind of fight last for three rounds, really. It was 18 seconds, wasn't it? Because mm. we oh, were texting. Was, seconds, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah. 18 seconds, wasn't it? I thought that went down a bit longer. Sorry, go on. Or maybe... Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was about four minutes, lads. Oh, was it? Which was the 18 yeah, seconds? It, it, it was, it was, oh, that was, sorry, that was the Phil Halls. That's right, right. Sorry, excuse me. All right, sorry, yeah. Um, good fight, though. Just yeah. haymakers and an absolute brawl, like yeah, just trying to put each other to sleep. Classic, like classic cage fighting. Just two fellas going in throwing absolute haymakers, no technicality whatsoever. Mm. Um, and I, that's why I said to you, Kuzlaba, if he was going to win, because the other guy, what's the other guy's name? How do you pronounce it? Uh, Magomed Ankela, Ankelov, is it? An- yeah, An- him. Ankelov. Yeah. Um, he's a. Jerry, much you want to take a stab at that? 
You got it right, yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. That's 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 a twitty. He's a much more technical fighter. I knew Kutalaba would have to finish it early, and he did have the knockout power. In fairness, we've seen that before, but it just wasn't for him the same. Now you made fun of me, Kian, and you said great guess on my next verdict outcome. But in the lead up, in the lead up to this entire fight, all she talked about was getting her first professional choke. That's all she said. And I was like, right, I'll gamble on the second. That was a gamble. The round was a second, but I was always going sub no matter what. And I got yeah. the second, the sub, and the Lauren Murphy versus Lilia Shikarova, is it? Shakarova. Yeah. Um, that's Bruce Lee, man. Lilia looks like Bruce Lee or one of the Beatles. But Lauren Murphy, like, Bruce Lee. she's on about, I deserve a title shot, I deserve a title shot. I honestly think Valentina just picks her apart horribly. That's that whole infecta, you know, the way the infecta FC. Like she's former bantamweight champion, but you know what I mean. I think if she if she gets one or two more wins under the belt, then you know she should get that title shot. But you're right, like she will be picked apart. Like I just thought she like she looked she looked good. She just didn't look great. Yeah, well, she didn't look championship material. Like she's four losses in her career. You know, thirty seven. Mm. Purple belt in Brazilian jiu jitsu. It's interesting one. Like you know what I mean. She really needs to start fighting that bit more. Like she's in UFC, I think, four or five years. Murphy, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So she's ranked number five. She probably goes up. I don't like my mom wasn't ranked at all. Um, so I don't know where that goes. Like does she get no, a title she came shot? In, she came in on a week's notice. Yeah, which yeah, fair she, play to her. She's had two decisions as well, lads, you know what I mean? In her last yeah. four or five weeks. Yeah. I, I just don't see a title shot happening for her just yet. But then again, is there anyone else there to fight Shevchenko? There's a, bit, there's a bit of hype about her, like, you know what I mean? I think, you know what I mean? Maybe one or two more fights, then give her that title shot. Yeah. She I, like, obviously, she's on a, on, on a winning path, like, you know, but... I think by the end of 2021, we'll have a super fight between Wei Li and Shevchenko. So I think Shevchenko does need to fight one more time early, middle next year. Just yeah. to keep active, but I think they're building towards that super fight. Definitely, and you, and you think it'll be that long before we actually see her again? Is next year, middle next year, before we see Valentina? Well, she's not booked at the moment, is she? So, um, yeah, we'll have to fight one more quarter. time. It's she hasn't been announced for this year, so it's going to have to be January, February at the earliest. So, yeah. I would say February or March, give her a fight and let her do her thing, and just keep building towards that massive mm. super fight if that happens that could be bigger than any male super fight that we've ever seen yeah maybe really some like maybe some brawl yeah it's up there with Rosie and Nunes I think in my opinion you know I think even I think even bigger because you knew what you were getting with you know what you know Rosie's one dimensional whereas these two girls can stand and bang all day and they're yeah. both so technical I think it would it'd just be an absolute spectacle it would be wailing Joanna 2.0 I think yeah, yeah, that's what you would hope it would be anyway. Yeah, and then it turns out to a Woodley Wonderboy too. You're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, you've been stung before. Oh, bro, our boy Philip Hawes, Philip Hay, Philip Hawes, 18 second knockout. Beautiful. Good night. Yeah. I think the boys that are coming from the Contender Series have so far in the last year, year and a half that has been going on, have trumped anything we've ever seen come from the Ultimate Fighter, really. You know what I mean? The hype yeah. that they're coming off. Now, I know you've guys like Usman came from the Ultimate Fighter, Tony Ferguson came from the Ultimate Fighter, but just how quickly they're coming in and making an impact. It's like the Dana White's 
contender series just pushes them straight in. There's eyes on them immediately. Whereas less people used to watch the Ultimate Fighter. There was a longer, yeah, it was harder to watch. Yeah, exactly. It's harder to watch. Spike TV, not everyone had it, and like now everyone can watch Contender Series. You know, everyone has a fight pass. Like, you know, again, every episode I mention him, but my my big prospect Kevin. here, Kevin Holland, he's going to be huge. He came from Dana White's Contender Series, and it's the eyes that are on these guys because when you go on that show and you're given a chance to fight, you're not fighting. You're not going to point someone. You're rarely going to look for a sub unless you're, that's your main skill set. People are going in to knock each other's heads off, and it's always exciting. And that's what they continue to do then when they hit the UFC. And is it one round that Kevin Holland destroys MVP, or is it... <laughs> that's our weekly stab at MVP. <laughs> Jerry, well, there's a backstory. We'll tell you off air. There's a backstory. <laughs> Um, but yeah, some knockout. Who's next for Hawes, Jerry? Who's next? Um, middleweight, like middleweight to top fifteen. Nice top fifteen. Anyone from fifteen to ten? Would well, be like, a great vote from next. Obviously, Whitaker is the main guy. Middleweight, like you know, what I mean to to get Loving the it. shot next. But yeah, tough one. Yeah, like um, you put like Darren Till could be a great. Great little brawl for them. Um, if Uriah Hall wins against Silva, do you give him Uriah Hall? Yeah, that'd be a good fight. Yeah. Gastelum. Sorry, go on. Gastelum would be a great one. Gastelum would be a great show. I think Till is just too... Till is too big at the moment. Um, Famous-wise or... Yeah, Till? both. I, 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 Till has nothing to gain from that fight. You know what I mean? Fighting someone. Has he been ranked yet? Has, has always been ranked yet? Uh, no, not yet. No, so it's there's nothing to be gained there. Um, so yeah, I think Gaslam is a fun because you're you're guaranteed violence with Gaslam. Gaslam's not going to respect his power. He's not going to respect Gaslam's power, and you're just going to get an exciting fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, fair play to him, and let's see. I'd say we will see big enough things coming from him. Will we? I hope so. I think so. Walt Harris and Alexander Volkov. My only prediction. I predict a lot of fights right. I actually had Walt Harris to win that fight. Yeah. So, well, it wasn't so wrong, but it happened. Yeah, TKO, second round. Look, yeah. big fan of Walt Harris. Obviously, everything's been through and getting yeah. back in the cage where he has, but you have to respect Alexander Volkov. He's just... Can I, can I ask something as well? Because I was thinking this afterwards. This is two events in a row where we've seen someone hitting the solar plexus and audibly scream in pain. Mm. Is this a new thing? It's like he got his toe under his rib or something. It was yeah. so weird. It was just right here, and he just got him up under the sternum. And I'd say he just connected so well. Yeah. Let me either push the muscle under the bone or something. But Imagine how painful that would have to be for a heavyweight. My son elbow dropped me this afternoon, and I almost died. <laughs> I was lying on the couch, and he dropped an elbow on my sternum. I was like, oh, Jesus. We'll have to ask uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan to do it to us. Oof. I'll let you take that one, Jerry. I'll, I'll um I'll video it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take not that it. I wouldn't not that I wouldn't hammer Ryan or him, I'm just saying. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> But um you know, I, I as I said prediction wise, I actually have Walt Harris for that fight, just given everything he's been through. Um obviously, you know, he's he's nine losses, Walt does, but that was a great win, a great finish, like you know what I mean? Um you you can't complain the way it was finished, like you know what I mean? It was quite No, good. he dropped him in. I was it 
was it that ref who no it was another ref the later on it was just a fucking idiot. Um but yeah, who's next for Volkov, do you think? Don't know, will he will he um we train rematch Derek Lewis, so maybe you know, avenge a loss against Curtis um Lattice. Curse Blades. Sorry, yeah, Blades. Blades. Very fine. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where he goes from here. Like he's not in contention for a title shot at all. Yeah, it's it, Jesus. It's very hard to get a title shot in UFC anyway. Jesus, this fighter's fighting pretty much all the credit. Still waiting for title shots. He's ranked seven. Junior dos Santos, Overeem, Derek Lewis, Rosenstruck, and Curtis Blades are all ahead of him. Like, I don't know, Keen. Keen's gone. Yeah, we'll get him back in a second there. Um, yeah, like, I, he's not in tight title contention anyway. I think it's an Overeem or it's a Derek Lewis kind of scenario for him. Like, Lewis, Lewis would be a great fight, but maybe that rematch with Curtis, if he's looking to avenge that defeat, you might gain more from avenging the defeat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now, obviously, Curtis beat him by decision. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? There's a call there straight away. Does it, does it make sense for Curtis, though, to go back? Do you know? Does it make sense? Um, I suppose, you know, whatever everything's going on at the moment, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I said Derek Lewis KO'd him, like, in, in the third round. So, do you know what I mean? Maybe avoid avoid Derek and go after Curtis. But there's definitely fights out there for him. He's a good guy. Like, you know, I remember watching him in Bellator back in the day. Like, you know, he's yeah. got he's over Stefan Struven and Roy Nelson. And, do you know what I mean? He, he's no mug. Like, he's well able. Yeah. Like, does he take, the, like, does he just move one step back up the ladder where it's Junior Dos Santos? It's Junior Santos ahead of him, like the Santos is a different kettle of fish. I think. I think the Santos is so underrated. Like, you know what I mean? He is, and but at the same time, I think I think Keen can agree with here. I think it's time for Junior to hang hang, uh, hang the gloves up as well. Is it? Yeah, it's almost that time. I just don't want to see him, especially at heavyweight. I don't want him to to become the guy that the up and comers have to knock out every time. Yeah, to prove and- that they're worthy. Yeah, and have a showreel knockout, like, because it's, it's looking like that. Every knockout does that happen now has been a showreel for him, like. I was so looking forward to the Red Panty show, like, you know what I mean? When it was all, <laughs> Jesus, what could have been, like, you know what I mean? When we think yeah. back to McGregor versus DeSantos, like. <laughs> but, uh. DeSantos or DeSantos? No, DeSantos, Junior DeSantos. Sorry, Junior DeSantos, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, so, I think Overeem. Maybe Rosenstruck for Volkov, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, look, next fight um, was the co-main event, which was Bobby Knuckles. What a performance, lads. Guy's getting better every fight. Yeah. What a performance. Like, he made Cannoneer, he made him look... I, I, He just didn't look like Cannoneer at all. It was pure, like, this to me was Justin and Tony. Do you know what I mean? He just picked him apart and just worked him yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Well, like, scorecards, 20, 29-28, Well, no, I, I, this is, Keen will get in on this as well. Again, there's not enough 10-8s in UFC. Well, yeah. That, that last round sums up my point. When he absolves that much damage on someone, that he knocks him off his feet where his legs wobble, he falls back against the cage, the ref almost steps in. Yeah. How was that a 10-9? It's incredible. Like that, there was four minutes and 30 seconds of that round was yeah. Whitaker inflicting damage on Cannoneer. And it's still a 10-9. Imagine if Cannoneer had 
been given by two of the judges the first two rounds. And somehow after that third round, Bobby Knuckles lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is why there needs to ten eights need to be the common one and ten nines need to be the close rounds. very close rounds that you yeah. can't split. I um, agree. But there's no there's no there's no wiggle room in this, I don't think, is there? There's no look at there's no talks of judges changing, there's no talks of anything like that, is there? It's out of the UFC's hands, it's the same as Bellator, same as one when they come over. It's it's the commissions. They are hiring ex boxing referees who are scoring it like boxing matches. And Jared, do you think do you think this is time for a rematch for Whitaker Adesanya? Oh yeah, I think even Dana White said it after the fight. You know, it's the fight that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's it's Whitaker is a legend. He's an animal, like you know what I mean. And he he's there's something vicious about him, like you know what I mean. Even he doesn't he doesn't fool about, like you know what I mean. It's it's I'd want to see that fight. Do you know what I mean? Whitaker, he's an absolute animal, like you know. Um, did, did Izzy pick him apart? Yeah, wait, please. So you think we're going to see a new improved Robert coming back? Bobby Knuckles just knew the game. Well, did, did you see the, his press conference afterwards? Yes, funny fucker. He was, in, he was in great spirits. But he said like he wants to do Christmas with the family. He has a baby on the boy. way. That's right, yeah. He has no interest in fighting before March. He said if, and he didn't say it in a snarky way. He said if Izzy wants to go up and fight at like heavyweight or heavyweight, he said, work away. Like I'll wait for you when you come back. Mm. He's not, like March, April next year is the very earliest. Paul Acosta, Paul Acosta put out a tweet saying, challenging him. He said, have a good Christmas and look after a newborn. I'll see you in March or something. Acosta. Sure, I've lost, like, there's so much respect lost, but for that man, the way the whole thing went down on my end anyway. It's just, like, Same. And I think like, we go back to Whitaker, like in these two fights with Yoro Romero, like, you know what I mean? The second being the split decision fight of the night, like oh, that brought my heart. Like, obviously I'm a big Yoro fan, like, but you know I mean, obviously when, Israel beat him like you know what I mean. He obviously went down to beat Darren Till. That was that was a good fight, like you know, it was a solid display. Um, but it could deserve a title shot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's he's one of the only fellas that could probably beat him. Like an interesting question now is Cannoneer, where does he go? Mm. Who does he fight? Is it Hermanson? Is it Romero? Is it Till? I'd like, like to see him with the confidence he built up coming into this fight. I'd like to see him take the loss and just get back on with it. Get back in there. Grind out a couple of wins against some big guys and then go back for the likes of, the likes of Whitaker and Adesanya again. Yeah. Would you I, put him against Sagwander? No, I, bet, I, I was on Twitter after the fight, like, and someone said that Anderson Silva's name came up again to fight him, which is bizarre. I know it's Silva fought him. And I know he lost in the first round. Like, um, I know Silva lost, but... Well, Silva, Silva stated that this is his last fight against Hall, as not he? Uri Hall is yeah, bizarre, like, his name was being mentioned. Like, you know what I mean? He was heavily linked. It's it strange, you know what I mean? Twitter is Twitter, like you know, but yeah. Would you put Darren Till against uh, Cannoneer both on losses against Bobby Knuckles? No, Till's a bigger name. Yeah, but Cannoneer is number two in the ranks, where Till is sixth. You know the way it works, though. Till is just box office. Do mm. you know what I mean? Like, Wank- he, rankings are wank. They mean yeah, nothing. T- Till could be ranked number nine. Do you know what I mean? But he's still box office, like you know what I mean? I'm going to pay to see Till yeah. fight or title, like. Yeah. Well, look, wait and see where that goes. And obviously the main event, uh, the Eagle. Did he stay retired? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I think he will too. He's made a promise to his mom. What a number. Like, if you told me he was going to triangle Justin, I'd be like, no, sorry, maybe rear naked. But, but it's the same. I think, I, think I, I think I was talking to you about this, Jay. We, every Khabib fight we've watched, last year four times we've watched them fight, you build up this hope in your head that someone's going to be able to deal with him. And you convince yourself. 
Yeah. I did it with Connor. I was guilty of it with Connor. I was thinking, Connor is going to catch him. Connor's going to catch him with the left. He's coming from SBG. They're grapple heavy. They're the best grapplers in Europe. Like, Connor's definitely going to catch him. He's definitely going to survive. And in fairness, he did for longer than Justin. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, when the result happens, you think to yourself, Jesus, that was actually fucking obvious. How did I not see that coming? Yeah, I saw Ben Askren tweeting saying Khabib really showed the absolute holes in Justin's ground game as well. That he just, the transitions were so seamless for him. There's two ways of looking at that first round, lads. Like that first round, in a way, you couldn't, like Khabib was like a madman. He was just marching towards him. He was, he was taking punches. He was open. So you say to yourself, like, if we always been up McGregor, like, but if you brought in a slick, slick boxer, like, would he have clipped Khabib? Because he was fairly open, like, too open in my opinion. Now, when they put it all together at the end, and obviously, you know, he's some of them in that second round. But just saying, you know what, that was a vintage performance. But there was moments in that first round, I was like, Jesus, like, you know what I mean? If Justin hits him here, like... Hey, man, he caught him with some huge slaps. Oh, and he like, ate them, like... I was there saying that's not Khabib's normally not like that, like a lot smarter. It was like he was going out there to get punished for that first round, but then obviously it was a clinical when he weighed all up in the end, he was like an absolute machine. But you just say if Connor was on his A game and Khabib was that open, you know Connor would have slipped him straight away. Like. But you see, that's the beauty of Khabib, is he adjusts for every fighter. Yeah, there you go. It's, he's, he's, he obviously felt confident that he could take Justin's shots to close the gap, because if he didn't close the gap, if that fight, say, it's standing for more than three or four minutes around, yeah. Justin was going to do some serious damage. And what? the judges gave it to Justin for the first round. Seen that, yeah. But he knew what he had to do. He had to go, for, he had to march forward, put his chin down, and take the shots to get in. Whereas he didn't do that against Connor. He stood back a bit more. He waited mm. for his openings. He knew once he got him down, that was it. And every time he did get Connor down in each round, that was it. Yeah, uh, dominated. He just yeah. adjusted to every fight. It was the same with Dustin. Dustin, he respected Dustin's power and he respected the leg kicks. Now, I thought Justin was the most successful person I've seen with the leg kicks on Khabib. But the scariest thing was it didn't phase Khabib in any way, shape or form. He landed some huge leg kicks. Yeah. And it just didn't change. Like Khabib never changed his stance. Nothing. Never tried to check one. Just took it and marched forward. Now we have a very interesting scenario here because we're... Our lightweight division has no champion. And there's a, like there's so many sharks coming. I think Michael Chandler said what you want. He said... A tournament. A, a four-man tournament. But then in the press conference, an, um, a reporter asked, will the title be, be between Connor and Tony? Or not to call, but Dustin. Yeah. And then Dana kind of got odd and left. It was weird. It was an odd one, but... Um, it yeah. makes sense. Financially, it makes sense. Why not? People I, piss and argue I, that, oh, Justin deserves a shot. But I think you do an eight-man tournament. I think there's some really dangerous guys at lightweight. And I think do an eight-man tournament, throw in the likes of Dan Hooker, Paul Felder, mm. Daniel Dariel Bernouche, or I can't ever pronounce his fucking name. Yeah. Daniel uh, Bernouche. Like, like Tony, Dustin, yeah. But will Dana... He, like we've seen that he doesn't do tournaments it's just not his thing I wonder is there some sort of um, rights restriction on it nah does someone have the rights to brackets for MMA or something like that I don't know I know I know Bellator do them which have done in the past. go on they work the Bellator but I think as you said Jay he was agitated when he was asked that question hmm. he's like he's had the shittiest year ever like you know what I mean we get back to the drawing board next year but 
I don't know. I, I, I love the whole tournament thing. I can't see McGregor be part of that, though. See, it's not enough money for McGregor to be part of that. Like, if you're thinking like that, I don't think any, because the only people that would own the rights to that would be Pride. But I'm sure Pride have been bankrupt and let Ghana, if not consumed by UFC, haven't they? Yeah. They've been consumed, yeah. So, like, they consume everything, they, all their assets as well. So, like, if if they did own that bracket, then UFC own that bracket. So, maybe it's just something Silva and the lads don't like doing. They just don't like... I, I, my, my other theory is that they don't have control over a tournament. Once they do out the brackets, it's out of their hands. They can no longer make the matches anymore. Yeah. They can hope it goes in a certain direction. And that's something that Joe Silva and Dana definitely love, is controlling the narrative. And picking the fights. Yeah, and then, then you'll have Al Quinta versus Paul Felder for the light uh, for the lightweight title. Exactly. Like, and no exactly. one has control over anything. Exactly. Yeah. I would say that's yeah. actually a very, very good reason why they don't do it. Now, if you don't like, if like, how badly can it go wrong for the UFC if they do a four-man? Chandler, Ferguson, Connor, and Dustin. Uh, Dustin. And what you're getting there's, there's four huge fights there, no matter what happens. But even Justin and Dan Hooker. Yeah. Yeah, Chandler snuck in there well as his name is sneaking in there nicely poor Tony's yeah. up the window yeah he is yeah. well look well, the way the way Justin picked apart Tony I wouldn't look too much into it I think I think I wouldn't be writing Tony off um, anything I think that was just an absolute masterclass on coaching from Trevor Whitman yeah. and the reason I was looking forward to this weekend's fight so much was I wanted to see what Whitman's plan was. And looking at his body language after the fight, he was happy, he was relaxed. Trevor Whitman, I mean. So I, don't, I think the plan was just try and survive and hopefully catch him. Mm. I think that's what, like, that would, that's what John Kavanagh said his plan was as well. And maybe that's the best plan you can come up with against people when you're a natural striker. Now, yeah. And they knew that Justin's wrestling, Trevor Whitman obviously knew that Justin's wrestling wasn't going to hold up to Khabib's. Um, and yeah, it, like that's what I was so excited to see was how because Whitman Whitman's strategy against Tony was one of the best strategies I've ever seen used. Yeah, I in agree. a sport. Look, wait and see. Like we'll probably hear rumors of this kind of stuff probably November December ish yeah. of who's next and what's next. Connor and Dustin is completely signed, is it? Yeah, I don't think it's signed. I, I don't, is it signed? But I think, I think yeah, I think Dana. Dana and Dana Dana looked at someone there was two fights he was asked about he's like yeah they're signed they're signed so I'm, I'm nearly 90, 95% sure he's, it's signed sweet then look we have uh, then you have Michael Chandler see what happens with him um, next week we have uh, Uriah Hall versus Anderson Silva coming up this Saturday S- S- main event start time 11pm our time which is handy perfect bring it on prelim start at 8 and it's on BT as well. So, and it's a nice little card, lads. It's a tidy little card. Maurice yeah. Green versus Greg Hardy, Kevin Holland versus Mahmoud Murgudoff, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Fillet. Like, Bryce is good, lads. Bryce is a great. Yeah. He's he's fun as well. He's an absolute character. Yeah, he's a personality. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what's important. The cameo shorts. It's it, you know that's these kind of stuff. People react to that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I I wanted to talk about actually and get your reaction on was Leon Edwards being forced, bullied, I would say, into accepting the hazmat fight. That was the one Dana confirmed. Kimia yeah. versus um, Leon. Look, 
it was a definite move by the UFC to remove him from the rankings for inactivity, even though he is trying his best. But is this not the agent's fault? Like, we don't know whose fault this is. We don't know what the agent's fucking around with money. We don't know is Dana being accountable. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. I Look, I think I'm a big Leon fan. I think he's done enough to warrant a title shot. I think he's eight in a row in the UFC. Um, most other divisions, that would see someone fighting for a title. Um, I think he wasn't interested in the other fights they offered him because it was like, you look at Tony. Tony made the ultimate mistake taking the Gaethje fight. He could have sat out and waited for Khabib. That could have been Tony and Khabib that last Saturday. Mm. And I think fighters are starting to take notice of this. Why take the risk? Um, then the UFC started throwing out fights that the fans would want that would eventually turn him against him. Who yeah. wouldn't want to see Wonderboy versus Leon Edwards? So then we started getting pissed off with Leon. It's like, oh, no, you're not taking that fight. Well, no, Wonderboy shot. Oh, no, that Wonderboy shot down Kimiev. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Um, so now he's in this awful position uh, where he has to fight this absolute monster. Now, I think he does it. I think he just has too much experience this stage in his career versus Ham- Hamzat's experience. Yeah, him out, to be honest. Leon knocks him out. Yeah, because like you look at his last three fights against Cerrone, Nelson, and um, Rafael dos Santos. Like, and like you, you are. I think he's actually got eight in a row, and then I think he lost against Usman. So his last loss is against Usman. So like, this fella is no more good. Like, I think he's going to come home in the first second round. I think your man's on a hype train. He's going to be good. Like, you know what I mean? But he's clearly good because he's you know everyone's on about him. Like he's calling out everyone. But his last three fights like, like you know Gunnar Nelson, Cerrone. And you know, Rafael Santos, like they are serious fighters. Like, is this the first real challenge we're going to see for Kimi of Hesman? Of course, yeah, 100%. This is more than a challenge, yeah. This is an uphill battle for him. And when yeah. do we know? Do we know when that's happening? No, I don't that's think it's it okay, probably February, I'd imagine. Yeah, hardly be this year. I would say November, or I would say November because they're both said they're ready to go. I would, I would gamble November. I'd like it to happen this year, ideally. Hells, yeah. So they can um, both move on early next year. Um, but yeah, this like this is very little gain for Leon because by the time fight comes around, the mentality is going to be, oh, well, this guy's only had two fights in the UFC. Leon should be beating him anyway. It's all to lose here for Leon. It's, um, actually, it's December like 19th. It's December 19th, yeah. I just pulled it up as well. December 19th is what it's saying. UFC fight night. Wait and see. It hasn't been announced officially yet, but that's what they're saying the, the dates are. Poor Edwards. Wait and see, boys. Wait and see. Appreciate the time. Thank you for listening. Oh. If um, We will be maybe not back next week. <laughs> we'll pop up. If you subscribe, we'll pop up. But um, thank you for listening, and thank you for our sponsor, uh, West Corp Beer Company. If you do want to support the show, support the sponsor. Jerry, appreciate it, my man. Thank you, boys. Keen, appreciate your time. Stay safe out there, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it, man. Anything, boys. I appreciate it. And next one, I'm going to book flights now to Egypt. So I'll, uh, next one will probably be in Egypt. I'll be broadcasting from. <coughs> Should it be the same as this anyway? Yeah, exactly. Um, go on. Good luck to you. I'll, that'll be out tomorrow. I'll put that out tomorrow. Nice go boy. on. Talk to you later, lad. Good luck. All the Good best. Luck. Good luck, Leon. <laughs> Good luck, Leon. Good luck. <laughs>